Hello, brave Korean learners. My name is Ari Lee. I'm your host of the Legit Korean, where I get to practice English speaking, and you get to learn Korean with the Legit Korean. So this is the last week of January 2021. No, 2021. I can't believe January is coming to an end. Time flies. In this last episode of January, you will learn about the hard truths about the word "you" (y o u) in Korean, and you will also learn how to ask where something is and how to answer that question. So, before we start today's episode, let's review what we learned last week. Last week, we learned how to say "Who is the President of the United States?" and "Is Joe Biden?" in Korean. And like always, I gave you speaking assignments, but this time, I asked you to change the sentence by your country. Since this week's assignment was more difficult than usual, I really thought about getting zero assignment this week. But you guys are awesome. I got the usual three assignments this week. Here they are. First is from Catherine. Canada 사람이에요. Canada 총리는 누구예요? Justin Trudeau예요. Catherine, you did a great job. Uh, she started this assignment saying Canada 사람이에요, meaning I am a Canadian. And then she said Canada 총리는 누구예요, meaning who is the Prime Minister of Canada? And then she said, "Justin Trudeau," meaning is Justin Trudeau. So what she really did great was, uh, she exactly knew how to uh, use "eo" and "yeo." So when she said, "I'm a Canadian," she said, "Canada 사람 eo." But when she said, "It's Justin Trudeau," she said, "Justin Trudeau eo." So it's really important to know when to use these two, and she used it very properly. So you did a really, really great job, Catherine. And next is from Robin. Canada 총리는 누구예요? Justin Trudeau예요. So Canada has been my favorite country since I started to love Mark from NCT. So Mark is from Canada. And now I get two assignments from Canadians, so I love Canada even more. Thank you, Robin. She pronounced every syllable very clearly. I feel like her pronunciation is better than mine. Next is from Anika. 독일 연방 총리는 누구예요? Angela Merkel예요. Thank you, Anika, for sending me your first assignment. You did a great job. So she said, 독일 연방총리는 누구예요? Meaning, who is the Chancellor of Germany? And then she said, Angela Merkel이에요. Meaning, it's Angela Merkel. And I'm sorry that I was not clear about how to say your country's leader uh, on the last week's episode. So I just said that president is 대통령. And prime minister is 총리, but I didn't tell you how to say chancellor in Korean. So chancellor in Korean is 총리 as well. 
I'm sorry for not telling you about this. Since they are both called Chongni in Korean, I thought Germany has prime minister. I was stupid. So thank you all for sending me your beautiful Korean voices. Now let's start today's episode. One of my New Year's goals is to draw a Korean contest. I've been thinking about this for a long time now, and I decided to make a monthly contest. I already named it. It will be Legit Con, Legit K O N. It will probably, hopefully, start on the last day of February. Uh, some of contest questions will be from this podcast, so please look forward to it. And stay tuned for more details to come. Okay, so Legitcon is another new project. I warned you guys,、uh, you might be getting sick of getting new announcements from me this year. So these days, I'm busy with designing a ticket for the first Legitcon. And some of you might wonder that why I'm doing all of this. You know, one of my followers asked me this question, and there are only two reasons. First, everything I do is my English practice. For example, I write a biweekly email newsletter about Korea, and I do this because、uh, I can practice my English writing. And、uh, for this podcast,、uh, I always tell you at the beginning of every episode that、uh, I'm doing this to practice my English speaking. So basically, everything I do is me practicing English in crazy, strange, and weird way. And another reason is that while I practice my English, I want to give some value to people.、Uh, although I'm doing this for me, I don't want this to be all about or all for myself. I hope I can help others while doing something for me. So I often think about how to make Korean learning easy or、uh, enjoyable. And one of my recent、uh, ideas is to draw a monthly Korean contest, where you can measure your achievement and where you can be motivated. So the first Legitcon will be held on February twenty eighth. If everything goes right, I will give you more details next week. And now it's time for what up Korea. In this segment, I talk about Korean news, trends, culture, and anything you'll find interesting about my country. Today, I want to talk about how to say "you" in Korean. Y O U. So this is about Korean language, but it's also about Korean culture. So I believe talking about how to say "you"、uh, could give you deep insights about my country. So I named today's podcast as "You Don't Know How to Say You in Korean," and some of you might think that no, I know how to say you in Korean.、Uh, Ari, you are wrong. But I'm one hundred percent sure that you don't know, because even Koreans we don't know. 
unless we are given the context. So I have a Discord community called Kisuksa. It's for uh, Korean learners. And one day I got a question from a member of the community asking how to say you too in Korean. And as I was replying to her answer, I realized I don't know how to say you too in Korean. So more precisely, I didn't know how to explain how to say you in Korean. Because in Korean, you, Y-O-U, is determined by the context. In the end, she gave me the context, including uh, she's younger than him, the counterpart, and what she's trying to say to him. And after that, I was uh, able to give her the proper answer. And from this, from this conversation, I realized one thing, the one big difference between English and Korean. So in English, you is always you, right? But in Korean, you always changes by the context. So it changes by whether you are younger than the counterpart or older than the counterpart or whether you are close to the person and many other things. What is more complicated is that there are many times we can't say you to the counterpart. So before saying you sentences, you have to consider a lot of things, a lot of context. And this is something what Koreans do naturally because we are born and raised here. But foreigners, this is uh, almost impossible to learn unless you live quite a long time in Korea and uh, hang out with Koreans for a long time. So I see many foreigners uh, who make a mistake when they say you sentences. Uh, they often say wrong you. I mean, you that is not appropriate for the situation or for the counterpart. But this is totally fine. We understand the mistakes. As you generously understand my mistakes whenever I speak stupid English. So it's totally fine to make mistakes when saying you sentences. But as a language learner, we all want to be as good as possible, as perfect as possible, right? So if you do, I have a tip for you, which is whenever saying you sentences, replace you with pronouns or names. So when your counterpart is older than you, uh, try using pronouns like 오빠, 누나, 형, 언니. These are all pronouns for older people. And when you're talking to uh, your age person or uh, the person who is younger than you, try say their names instead of you. So this is simple. For older people, say pronouns. 오빠, 언니, 누나, 형. For your age or younger people, say their names. Their first names. This tip is not always right, but it will be often right. And it will prevent you from making horrible mistakes when saying you sentences. Okay, since this topic has ended sooner than I think, actually at first I thought about giving you context and examples. 
but it could be too complicated, so I made it short. And now I have、uh, some time to do one more thing. So since I love English, I love reading English news articles, and I love it not just because it's written in English, but also I can learn a lot of things happening around the world. And since I mostly read、uh, news articles from U.S.、Uh, news media, I learn a lot of things that are happening in the U.S. And recently, I learned about this GameStop mania that is happening right now in the U.S. So, for those of you who do not know about this, I want to read you the title of New York Times article, which is. GameStop shares have soared 1,700 percent as millions of small investors, egged on by social media, employ a classic Wall Street tactic to put the squeeze on Wall Street. And as a result, the hedge funds lost billions of dollars, and individual investors earned a lot of money. And a very similar thing is actually happening right now in South Korea as well. In Korea, it's not、uh, just about one or two stocks; it's about the whole market. We have this stock market index called Kospi. It's like、uh, S and P 500 in U.S. And right now, Kospi index is record high, and、uh, it is keep going up. Because individual investors are flocking to the stock market and buying a lot of stocks, and some people even say that if you don't trade stocks right now, you are an idiot. And do you know what happened?、Uh, as soon as individual investors are making money and the hedge funds started to lose money, the media suddenly started to talk about regulations. So the regulation is not still happening, but the、uh, individual investors are kind of worried about、uh, losing their opportunity to be rich by stocks. So I found the GameStop incident in U.S. very interesting because a very similar thing is happening in Korea as well. I heard that some even say that this is a revolution of Wall Street. And I wonder what's happening around other countries. You know, if this thing is happening in other countries as well, I guess we might be watching the beginning of the revolution. It's time to speak some legit Korean. Today, you're gonna learn the sentences you're definitely gonna use when you travel South Korea. You will probably use this every day. So listen to the sentences first. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 2층에 있어요. These sentences are very useful, but they are also very easy. So I guess、uh, some of you already know the meanings. So the first sentence is, "Excuse me, where is the bathroom?" And the second sentence means is on the second floor. Now you know the meaning of the sentences. Let's listen to them one more time. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 2층에 있어요. 
Now let's dive into the first sentence. So you must find the first sentence very familiar if you've been listening to my podcast for a while. So the first sentence is 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? Meaning, excuse me, where is the bathroom? And on December 11th episode, I told you about how to say, excuse me, can you take a picture of me? And it was, 죄송하지만 사진 좀 부탁드려도 될까요? So the two sentences, they both start with 죄송하지만, meaning excuse me. But I want you to know that excuse me uh, in Korean is 죄송합니다 or 실례합니다. But when it's used uh, with a sentence, when it's followed by a sentence like excuse me, can you take a picture of me? Or excuse me, where is the bathroom? It's good to say 죄송하지만 rather than 죄송합니다. And also, it's good to say 실례지만 rather than 실례합니다. So when you say only excuse me, just say 죄송합니다 or 실례합니다. But when you use excuse me with another sentence, say 죄송하지만 or 실례지만. So now we covered the first part, 죄송하지만. Let's move on to the second part. So the sentence is 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? And 화장실 is bathroom. So repeat after me. 화장실 And after that, 어디예요 means where is. So the full sentence is 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? Meaning, excuse me, where is the bathroom? Now repeat after me three times slowly. Let's go. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? Now let's do this faster three times. You can do it. Let's go. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? Okay, you did a great job. Now let's move on to the second sentence, which is 2층에 있어요, meaning it's on the second floor. And if you look at the sentence word by word, first, 2층 means second floor. Do you know how to say first floor in Korean? So first floor in Korean is 1층. 
So if you have finished Korean 101, you must know how to say numbers in Korean. And when we say uh, the floor, we use reading numbers. So uh, for reading number from 1 to 10 is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So the first floor is 1층. Second floor is 2층. Third floor is 3층. And on and on and on. And the last part of the sentence is 에 있어요. And 에 있어요 is used for almost every time you want to say uh, where something or someone is. It could also be used for where some people are or where some things are. So let's say that someone asked this question, where is Namjoon? And if you want to say he is in Seoul, just say 서울에 있어요. And another example is that uh, if someone asks you where are the people, and if you want to say they are in the stadium, just say 경기장에 있어요. So just say where they are or where she is or where it is and then say 에 있어요. Okay, now repeat after me. Uh, so the sentence was 2층에 있어요, meaning it's on the second floor. We will do this three times slowly. Let's go. 2층에 있어요. You are doing great. Let's do this faster three times. Let's go. 2층에 있어요. 2층에 있어요. 2층에 있어요. Okay, you did great today. I'm so proud of you. Uh, let's wrap up today's episode by repeating the whole sentences all together. We're gonna do this three times. Let's go. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 2층에 있어요. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 2층에 있어요. 죄송하지만 화장실이 어디예요? 2층에 있어요. 
So record your voice speaking the sentences you learn on the episode and send your voice message to me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is legitkari. If you send your voice uh, by Tuesday, it will be on the next episode. Please don't be shy, be courageous. Your Korean is not funny or weird. Your Korean is completely great. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Podcast 들어주셔서 감사하고요. See you next week. 다음 주에 봐요. 안녕.